Hey, welcome everybody. This is Bearded Baker Bets Podcast, uh, also known as Bearded Baker Banter. Uh, we are three brothers uh, that like to sports gamble. Uh, we're going to be starting this podcast today on Friday, January 20th. Uh, there's three of us, uh, all with large man-maids, man-means on our faces. Uh, I'm Tyler. I'm the oldest brother. Uh, we also got Trent, middle brother. Hey, what's up, guys? And then we also have Trey, the youngest brother. Hey, how's it going? So what we're going to do here today with the podcast is we're going to actually start uh, with the NFL. Uh, we're going to look at some divisional round games. Uh, all of our odds and stuff come from FanDuel and also from DraftKings Sportsbooks. Uh, we're going to examine, look at the different lines, look at the over-unders, maybe a couple prop bets here and there. Uh, and then we'll also just kind of discuss you know, some you know, thoughts on the games. Uh, we'll then transition into some college basketball with a very large slate tomorrow full of games. Um, kind of get into some of those things and look at a couple of those important games as well. So uh, so let's get into this uh, <clears throat> with the NFL. We'll start with the first game tomorrow. Uh, the Jaguars at the Chiefs. All right, Ty, why don't we start with yours? Uh, put you on the spot first here. We got Jags, Chiefs. We're at Kansas City. Um, we're looking at the lines of right now, currently the Chiefs are nine-point favorites. Uh, the over-under is at 53 overall. So uh, go ahead and give us your breakdown of maybe your favorite on your line. And um, if you're ready for your prop, give us your prop. If not, you can throw it over to uh, Trey or I. Well, what I'm looking at here with the Jacksonville game uh, with the Chiefs, I mean, obviously everybody's going to be on the Chiefs bandwagon. If you really look at the odds to win the Super Bowl, they are the favorite right now. Uh, hard not to with the amount of talent that they have, you know, especially with just with their tight end quarterback connection itself with uh, Mahomes to Kelsey. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of a believer right now with uh, Trevor Lawrence and ETN, you know, what Doug Peterson's got going on. Uh, I, I do like I'm, – I'm putting down the plus nine here on Jacksonville. <clears throat> um, I have seen some books start to kind of tilt a little bit into nine and a half. You know, if you can get nine and a half, great, then definitely take it. But right now, I'm I'm leaning on that nine uh, for the Jaguars. Okay. Nine on the Jaguars. I'd like to I'd like to chime in here because I'm actually on the opposite. Okay, go ahead, Trey. Uh, I think they made this game the first game on Saturday for a reason because I think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, I honestly think the Chiefs win by probably 24-plus points. Um, yeah, just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see any interest in the game. I'm not looking forward to watching it because I really think the Chiefs handle them pretty, pretty easily. My, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and throw out the first prop there. Okay, so, so, so can, I, can I clarify on that? We've got Tyler right now on the plus nine in terms of game lines. Are you willing to throw and say that you would be placing your money on the Chiefs minus nine? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, one thing play. one thing we want to clarify for our listeners is, as you guys know, on our account we put out three uh, plays a day, and those are our official picks that count towards our record. So on the podcast, we're going to be talking about where we lean. Um, what we think we would take, it doesn't necessarily reflect that um, we are are absolutely on board and considering the, or 
that those are our, our full official plays. So that's what I want to clarify. But all official plays that we make on our account are all taken by uh, Tyler, myself, and Trey each day. So those are always always taken, our official plays. All right, Trey, sorry to interrupt. Just want to kind of clarify that. Like I said earlier, I honestly think the Chiefs might win by 24-plus points. Um, I, I honestly do look at this, and, and it gives me the same vibes as the, the Dallas-Tampa Bay game last week. I was so far on the Buccaneers, at least covering, you know, if not winning, and they laid an egg, man. And, and honestly, I, I could, you know, sure, I'm taking Jacksonville right now with the plus nine stuff, but I don't I don't hate where Trey's leaning with this because I agree. It, it really could be a blowout. Yeah, I mean, I'm also a little biased. Uh, my preseason pick was the Chiefs, so pulling for myself there a little bit too just to be a little accurate. But uh, Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I think, honestly, the Chiefs are firing on all cylinders. Um, I think their offense in terms of Jarek McKinnon Juju's finally starting to pick it up. I mean, Kelsey and Mahomes, have, they've had that connection forever. But sure. um, the person I think that's going to – little little flip-flop here, but the prop I'm taking the, that I think is going to hit for sure is Christian Kirk with his versatility. I think he's going to be a good anytime touchdown scorer. It's at hmm. plus 155 on DraftKings. I'm sure you can find it a little higher um, maybe later on closer to game time. But – I think with his rushing, is screen pass, little curl routes, little crossing routes, I think him and Trevor Lawrence have a good connection. I think you can put your money on that. And plus, I honestly think they're going to be in behind throwing. Yeah, makes <laughs> right, sense. A little out of here. Um, so I think that he's going to get a lot of looks, too. I think he's going to break one loose. Where are you at on this, Trent? Uh, so here's my 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 issue, or I guess my my predicament is this: is last week I, as you guys know, I was all on the Jags, right, Trey? You know that text <laughs> in the first in the first quarter with that little wager that you and I had of, uh, you know, oh, it's over. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I told you a lot of time left. So um, yeah. I, I'm just I, I'm very. I'm appreciative of Doug Peterson. And my thing with Doug Peterson is he's played for Andy Reid. He's coached for Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a Super Bowl under his belt. So I just don't I don't see the blowout, you know. And granted, the Chargers got up on him 27 to nothing. Looked like it was going to be a blowout. But I also think it was a little bit of the case of Trevor Lawrence. You know, it's, it's NFL time. It's time to grow up. Yes, you – you were the college guy from freshman year on. You know he still has, I, from my understanding, he's he's undefeated on Saturdays playing football. Trevor mm. Lawrence is, so that's a stat that I'd throw out there. High school, yeah. college included. That is that so, is a good stat uh, to kind of consider. I mean, regardless of the league, you know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm not saying that the Jaguars win outright, but. Uh, I am gonna. I'm gonna have to ride Jacksonville plus nine. I mean, if you're giving me nine points for the Jags in a playoff game, um, I think it's doable. My biggest thing that's keeping me on the Jags to cover nine is the pass rush. And as you guys know, is you know the only way to yes, you could sit in a cover two shell, 
um, make Patrick Mahomes settle for the underneath stuff, which he's done a good job at doing this year, and he adjusted halfway through last year um, with doing that. But I think that in itself is going to allow the Jaguars to keep it close because I think Patrick Mahomes makes a mistake or two. Um, I really do. Whether it be throwing a pick uh, or whether it being Arden Key or Allen getting to him and getting the ball out at one point. Yeah. Um, Jaguars defense has shown to be the the unsung hero of that team. It's not necessarily all Trevor Lawrence at defenses on that side. So um, I'm going Jaguars plus nine as well with Utah. All right. And and to kind of piggyback off what you said, too, with, you know, the Jacksonville being the unsung hero, some people could look at that and be like, well, hold on a second. You know, they gave up 27 points in the first quarter last week. But let's all be Four honest turnovers. here. I mean, Trav- Trevor Lawrence put them in that situation inside the 20 in the red zone all four times, you know, so it's, it's not one of those things where the defense, you know, that's, you know, you look at a defense that has to come out on the field. And now you have 20 yards that you got to stop them out of nowhere, you know, at the drop of a hat. It's like, you know, sure. I mean, because let's, let's think about the rest of the game then, you know, Trevor Lawrence cleaned up his play and Jacksonville gave up what three points the rest of the game, you know, so something to kind of, you know, to make sense when you talk about their defense, but my my prop on this, I mean, <laughs> bite sounded kind of obvious, but I, I'm I'm going on the Trevor Lawrence over .5 interceptions. Oh, wow. You know, I, .5, I mean, yeah, sure, he threw four last time. You know, he, he's going to make yeah. a mistake. It's playoff football. And, you know, Chiefs have been there how many times before now? So it's like he'll make a mistake. It's, you know, how yeah. he bounces back from that. But that that's really the prop I'm looking at is Trevor Lawrence uh, to throw at least one pick. Okay. So Mine, it's, odds, odds are minus 145. They're not, you know, the greatest, but at the same time, they're still not terrible. I, I like that. I like that prop, actually. I mean, you got to figure Kansas uh, in Kansas City. Yep. Uh, One of the toughest stadiums to play. There is a chance of winter weather in Kansas City as well. Uh-oh. You know the forecast, or is that... Cold, much colder than Jacksonville. That's what we can say for, for damn sure. Okay, I'll tell you that much. Too much. I'll tell you, I don't. I don't think you're going to Waffle House after this one, but we'll see. I don't know. So, um, from your guys' the, perspective, though, how do how do the Jags beat the Chiefs realistically? I know you think they're going to cover plus nine, but can they pull out the the outright win? In the upset, or so what is? Is it getting to Patrick Mahomes early? Is it making him play shallow and forcing third downs, or what? I I do I I do think it all I think it all rides on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, sure they you know most of the media really kind of make him out to be somebody that literally can't make mistakes, but if you get pressure on him early and he makes a couple mistakes, he he starts yelling and starts getting in his own head, and you can kind of see it even on the sidelines where. If you make him uncomfortable, he's gonna stay uncomfortable. Yeah. The the other thing is he likes to play a lot of hero ball. That yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. And, and so, that gets that can that can make him a highlight reel. It can make people rave about him. Yep. But I also think it makes him vulnerable to a lot of mistakes, especially in playoff caliber teams. Sure. It's a lot like Lamar Jackson's so, done in the past in the playoffs. Tries to do so it all himself. If, but I, I, I'm going to sit there and say I won't say Mahomes is or, – or I'm sorry, Lamar is anywhere on, on Patrick Mahomes' level. Mahomes no, I, I'm proved, not saying – I'm saying – Mahomes can stay healthy. Mahomes can win games when it matters. 
I'm talking um, about the hero. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this is in my opinion, it's about it's about keeping the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. True. True. Um, on average, in an NFL game, uh, believe it or not, you're gonna get about at most 12, 12 possessions on a good game mm-hmm. uh, as an offense. And if you can figure out how to make sure that Patrick Mahomes gets less than 12 possessions in that game, um, I think you have a chance to win the game. Are the Jaguars so, a team, though, that are built for those long, like, yes. out drives? I feel like they're yeah. more of a... Well, they're, they're a quick game RPO type style offense. And um, do they have, are, are they based off of only big plays? Not at all. I think you're sitting there running a lot of, a, a lot of read, not just RPOs based on, you know, the run pass, but I should also say some, some, some give or, or, or pull and run type option type offense. So in my opinion, if you're the Jaguars is, cherish your possessions and be okay with holding onto the ball. Don't think that you have to do it in, in one big play. Mm-hmm. If you can chip away down the field, um, you have a, you have an opportunity to do so. And the nice thing is, is they showed that they could be down 27, nothing at uh, not half. I'm sorry, but at the end of a first quarter and have to move quick through the two minute drives to get points. But in this game, I think you have to go, Hey, we can't we can't turn the ball over like we did. You throw four interceptions in the first quarter against the against the Chiefs. You're right, Trey. It's going to be a boring, out of control. Just hey, let's get this game over. Let's get the next game started. Yeah. But um, you got to limit if you can keep Patrick Mahomes off the field as much as possible. Uh, that's your chance to win, in my opinion. So another uh, favor of my minus nine bet Kansas City Chiefs is 37 yeah. degrees, wintry mix tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not not good for the Jacksonville team. Hey, hey real quick, just to kind of, uh, you know, I talked about my interception prop bet here. All right, minus 145, meh, not, a, not you know, it's okay. Uh, but I also want to kind of talk about an anytime touchdown score in Jarek McKinnon. Mm. Yes, <laughs> that was my pick. So That was actually, that's my prop pick. Now listen, now listen to this, though. All right, so. If you look at any time touchdowns, a lot of times you you know you prefer them to be in the plus range, you know, in terms of odds. Jared McKinnon, I mean, somebody that really kind of has come on the you know the last second half of the season with scoring one or two touchdowns a game, so he's actually minus one twenty for an anytime touchdown. Uh, if you want to get some decent money, you can go to a same game parlay and get Trevor Lawrence interceptions thrown for you go one <laughs> one plus for minus one sixty five. Ooh. And then go Jarek McKinnon, minus 120, and your same game parlay is a two-pick for plus 195. There you go. So, okay. All right, so to just to kind of recap this game, I got my picks. I got Chiefs minus nine. I'm going to take my prop as Christian Kirk anytime touchdown, plus 155. I'm also going to take the over 53. Sure. Trent, what do you got? Uh... I'm I'm a little taken back that you're taking an over with that wintry mix. You think the Jags are scoring that a little bit? They blow out games. I don't see the I over. Think the Chiefs but... run away with it. I think they put up close to four. Okay. 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 Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jaguars. Jaguars on the um, plus nine. I'm going to take the points with them. 
And then my prop, I was, I was somewhat actually leaning towards the. Uh, I, I just believe Jarek McKinnon is 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 going to be the guy whenever they're inside the twenty, and I think the Chiefs have an up. I mean, the Chiefs are going to score. Let's be real. You're not going to, you're not going to hold the Chiefs under twenty points, right? So. They're going to be inside the red zone often, and I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to pound the ball in. But one thing that the Jaguars, with their aggressive pass rush, are vulnerable to is a little dumps into the flats or even the screen game. And God knows, Andy Reid and his screen game is a, 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 a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go on a Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown which I believe Tyler just shared the odds at about – actually, it's minus 120. Yep. So I'm going Jarrett McKinnon anytime touchdown is my favorite prop. Jags plus nine, Jarrett McKinnon touchdown. Sweet. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah uh, I'll take – like I said, I'm taking Jags plus nine. Um, I did check out FanDuel odds. Uh, the total is actually 52.5 on there. Um, I do like the over on that. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, I <laughs> – I crushed the overs last week, you know, on almost mm. every single pick. And then success though, you you were a hundred percent on every over you took, yeah. and then you risked it on the only game yep. Yep. that hit the under. Yep. That was your pick. So props to you. Hey, shout out to to Mayher, the kicker for the Cowboys. I, <laughs> I, I owe you some. Yippee! Talk about that. Yippee! Yippee! Hey, let's uh, let's get, let's get into the second game of the night tomorrow. Um, Local game here okay. for, for us yep. being out of PA. Uh, you got the New York Giants against the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. All right. What we're looking at here is spread-wise is the Eagles are minus 7.5. Uh, total points is 48. Uh, personally, <laughs> again, I, I feel kind of weird picking all the dogs here in, in terms of covering. I, lo- I look at games, you know, whenever, you know, football being kind of by sevens and threes when you really kind of take it in perspective. When you have that hook there with a seven and a half, it's really hard for me not to take that hook. So I, I am looking at the Giants. I mean, you got a healthy Saquon. Daniel Jones obviously put up some big numbers last week. I mean, as long as they literally just don't get scared of the Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, what the media makes them out to be, I, I mean, I can't help but think that the Giants don't at least cover and possibly even win. Yeah, you know, as crazy so, uh, as it might sound. Yeah, yeah to, to kind of piggyback that, um, there's the like the old cliche: you don't you don't bet the team, you bet the number. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, see, I'm betting the team and the number in the New York Giants this week. You, you're taking money uh, line for the Giants. Honestly, it's not a bad little like sprinkle. To I mean, be honest, two ninety. I mean, why not money yeah. line? Yeah, I mean, not, I'm not gonna like sit there and say I'm betting it right now, but. It's not a bad idea if that's if that's what you want to consider. Um, I think playing someone three times in a year and beating them all three times is tough. I know yep. it's been done by the Niners, but I don't know. I just think the the Giants hold their own and actually come out with a win here. Possibly, I definitely think they, they cover seven and a half though. Okay. Okay. Uh, I gotta I gotta sit there and look at right now. What I'm thinking is. Are you, as a New York Giants defense, going to be able to contain the Eagles' offense? Which I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you guys on thinking that the that the Giants could cover. 
Um, however, who? I mean, I just, I just think this thing's gonna, this thing's gonna take off in terms of of, of touchdowns being scored. I think there's gonna be a lot of points scored. So you're going um, over 48 then. So let me ask you guys: Do you guys mind if if I'm picking lines here, right? If I'm picking lines in a game, um, do you guys mind if I go to a a, a first half line for you? No, go ahead, shoot. So I'm I'm going over twenty three and a half points in the first half wow. for right. minus one fifteen odds. Um, it's a very consistent hitting bet when involving Eagles, the Eagles oh. this year. Um, I think I am on board. I'm on board with the Giants covering seven and a half. I really am. However, I think it's going to have to be one of those games where either the Giants possess the ball last and they and they hit that that game winning that score, yeah. Um, or it's just gonna it's just gonna be just a complete shootout and the yeah. Eagles run out of time. Um, that's my thought. So I'm I'm actually taking. Over 23 and a half in the first half for the Eagles. Okay. And I'm already on my prop because I truly, <laughs> with all my eye on one, whatever prop that involves Saquon Barkley this week, <laughs> because I think Saquon Barkley is going to show his backup during his time at State College, who's the boss. And uh, that's, the a good, fact that's a good that, point. The fact that Saquon's total rushing yards yeah. is less than Miles Sanders. Yeah. And just, Saquon, Saquon's the primary back. Yeah. Sometimes Miles Sanders, I mean, heck, I'm half tempted to take the under because yeah. who knows if, if they're going to freaking give the guy the chance. Because I like Miles Sanders, yeah. but he just doesn't He doesn't get the carries. Yeah. Just doesn't get the carries. So yeah. I'm taking Saquon with a big day. If the Giants are going to win, the Giants are going to win, Saquon has to perform. Yeah. Or if the Giants are going to compete, Saquon's going to have to perform. And yeah. Eagles defense has been prone to the rush. If you think even back to one of my easiest picks that I made this year as an official pick was was Pierce for the Texans over rush yards, you know, over 63 and a half at the time. And, and that was I'm taking was still Sa- kind of unknown too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm taking I'm taking Saquon Barkley as my prop, 66 and a half yards rushing. And I would even sit there and look at his anytime touchdown scoring prop. And say to get it for minus one twenty, it's a pretty solid bet. Yeah. So you also uh, got to think on... too. Sa- Saquon could actually just break a big run for about forty yards in one in one you know shot. Yeah. You know he's healthy. I mean? He's healthy, and I think after the fact that Daniel Jones essentially just said, "Hey, I'm a little bit of Michael Vick last week <laughs> uh, against the uh, the Vikings." Now, granted, Viking Vikings defense isn't something to be proud of, but I'm on I'm on Saquon, so I'm on the over first half total twenty three and a half, and I'm on Saquon Barkley over sixty six and a half yards rushing, and hell, I would even put a little something down on a Saquon anytime touchdown. My question is, is how how healthy do you guys think Jalen Hurts is? That's, do you think he's? I, I do you agree. Think more of a let him rest. We don't need to risk it, or do you think his shoulder is actually kind of? I, I think I think he's banged up more than more than they're trying to let off. I mean, with as with as defensive as Sirianni got the one you know the one press conference. Oh, he's Jalen Hurts. He's you know unstoppable. He can do anything. You know, I I think it's a defense mechanism because you know kind of again to time to kind of touch on with Lamar Jackson too. 
I think these guys are actually more hurt than they actually the teams give off. And some of that is just strategy. You know, you don't want to sit there and be like, well, yeah, he's pretty darn hurt. You know, you're going to prop him up to be as best as he is. But I truly think I don't I don't think uh, Jalen Hurts is that healthy. I mean, when you look at they had all their starters. All right. To play against the second team of the Giants in the last game of the season almost lost. I mean, again, it's the last game of the season, but the Eagles still had the number one seed to play for. You know, and so they were playing their guys. The Giants were like, nah, we're good because we already got locked up, you know, with where we're at. I, I don't know. I, I don't think Hertz is 100%. I I would argue maybe 70%. Again, that's that's with no medical knowledge at all, but I don't think he's 100%. I also don't think, like, if you're going to look at his, you know, his rushing yards too, if he is that banged up, he's 51 and a half yards for rushing. Jalen Hurts is. Good point. It's I don't think he's going to be running as much as he is. I mean, it's I would I'd probably lean the under on that, you know, overall. Hey, it's winter go home. I don't know what what Jalen is, but and, he, and he's a baller. So I, he's tough. He's a tough dude. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's true. a winner. He's a winner and a competitor. He's a leader too. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that's his best quality is his leadership. I mean, he's been like that at Alabama. He's been like that at Oklahoma. You know, and obviously he's been like that in Philly as well. And he's he just he carries himself well with so much poise that you know he. You're right. I mean, he is. It is winner go home. So it's the playoffs. It's like he's obviously going to be judged on how he performs, no matter what. You know, just because it it is the NFL and it is Jalen Hurts. You know, so we'll see what happens. But um, you guys want to move to the okay. Sunday games? Yeah, I need. I'm I'm good. I mean, I I like. I think I'm excited for the second game yeah. on on Saturday tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I'm 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 a as you guys know, I'm a big uh, fan of Brian. How do you pronounce it? Dable, right? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I think what he's just done to add one more thing is with Daniel Jones is is essentially by him giving up play calling to mm-hmm. a formerly a former Eagle Kafka and you could just, you could see he's invested his time in saying, I'm going to make Daniel Jones, you know, as, as I mean, he's developed him. Let's, let's be real. As I'm, I'm thinking Daniel Jones is the, the giants quarterback of the future sure. at, at this point, after everyone was wanting to give up on him yeah. and didn't pick up his fifth year option. Yeah. Give, give credit to this guy coaching the giants. I mean, they were, they were dead. They were they were down, and they're in the playoffs. And they're they just beat they just beat the number three seed. And granted, Vikings are you know okay point differential throughout the year, but give him credit. Give him credit. Also, the guy I, love the guy loves his bourbon and a good cigar, so he's on <laughs> he's on my board. You know, hey, and, he, and he has a great haircut. So damn right, <laughs> damn right. Oh, yeah. I think the Giants are. I think they're riding the wave right now. Yeah. Um, I think mm-hmm. they have a lot of momentum. I think playing in a divisional rival again after they lost two times is yep. it's gonna be tough to do for the Eagles. That's why I like the seven and a half, like you guys said. But yeah, gotcha. hey, I'm one other thing, better. take take a peek at too for reception yards with AJ Brown. Seventy and a half. Seventy and a half seems light. <laughs> I mean that that dude that dude's ridiculous. The Titans so, are silly for giving him up. I saw that, Tyler, but you know what I thought was a little bit more ridiculous was Devontae Smith, 64 and I, a half. I agree. I agree. I take yeah. that. 
I take the under. Hey, on oh, Devontae? Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, because he doesn't get the ball enough. Nope. I mean, the only, the only way he covers that, in my opinion, is a big, yep, forty plus yard catch. Yep, which he's capable of. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in a playoff game, I don't think those those plays are very far and few between. Sure. So yeah, few and far between too. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's check out Bangers Bills. Ooh, this is my favorite game. This is my favorite game of this week. My least favorite game. I, uh, uh, no, I'm talking. I'm talking as just a fan watching football. Oh, absolutely. I mean, how after that tragedy? How can like this is going to be? I think it's going to be interesting. To be yeah, honest, with gonna, you. yeah. This is going to be yeah. so hyped. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very weird number, five and a half. Yeah. Um, very weird. That that is a strange spread. You don't <laughs> see that very often. And, and, no. the fa- and the fact that it really has not moved since the Bengals are literally without three offensive line starters. Yeah, but the Bengals are hot, Tyler. Joe Burrow last week when their offensive tackle went down, Joe Burrow looked like he did last year. Sack, 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 sack. Well, he, I mean, if he doesn't have protection, he's not going to do anything. So if you look like he oh, did last year, then he's going to go to the AFC Championship He's, he's going to go to the Super Bowl again. That's what he's going to go to. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. like yeah. shit, he was, the, he was the most sacked regular season postseason, record-setting sacks, and he's and he's in the goddamn Super Bowl. Like, yeah, like, he's he's Joe Burrow. Like, he – ah, like, that's, that's where I was waiting for us to get to this point is, like, I'm so sick of hearing, oh, his offensive line, his offensive line, his offensive line is, like – they're not. They're not dumb. Well, like, they like look what they dumb. look what they did. They they're. I'm telling you right now, the Ravens have a better pass rush than the Buffalo Bills do without Von Miller. I agree. Yeah, totally. I I, I mean, in reality, the <clears> Bills <throat> went and got Von Miller because they needed a closing pass rusher yeah. to make that next step. And now he's gone. Right, he's gone. Don't get me wrong. The oh, defense is the defense is no joke. Yeah. But Bengals are going to sit there and go empty set just like they did against the Ravens, and they're going to get the ball out of his hand with those three receivers that are studs. And yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm giving some some insight on where I'm leaning, but I will open the floor to somebody to go first. Well, hang on, real quick. Yeah. I mean, let's can we can we quickly talk about the elephant in the room though for this game? The X the X factor is going to be Josh Allen ball security. Okay. Josh Allen has a ridiculous amount of turnovers this year. Not just interceptions, but also mm-hmm. fumbles. Okay, so gotcha. and and let and don't get me wrong, Bengals defense is pretty tough. So now, yeah. I mean, the, the I truly think that the X factor is going to be how well does Josh Allen take care of the ball. If he if Josh Allen is going to throw at least two picks this game or turn the ball over twice, all right, maybe an interception and a fumble, then I I do think that the Bengals actually walk away with it. I mean, but I mean, if, doesn't know, it say something that Josh Allen throwing more than a half a reception, or I'm sorry, half of an interception is minus one fifty five? Throwing over is that, is that what it is? Over over point five interceptions is minus one fifty five. They don't just have turnovers for guys, do they? <laughs> no, just I mean, just I mean, interceptions on draft I'll tell you, won't be Eli Apple. <laughs> All right. Where where are you where are you leaning in this, Trent? 
I'm I'm be honest with you. I mean, I am. Don't uh, lie to me. I know. I, I here's what's <laughs> uh, is. I want the Bills. Like I I I honestly, when I sit there and look at all the teams that are in the AFC, as a Raiders fan, it's it sucks. Because really, I just this is me every year. I just have to find a team that I want to win the Super Bowl. Sure. Um, if I'm talking AFC, I I want the Bills to win. I really do. But I really think this is this is this is an area where I could sit there and look at the Bengals money line and say, yeah, I, I'd I'd put I'd put some money there. But I'm going to go ahead and play it a little bit safer. Yeah. And you know, I'm seeing five and a half. What are you guys seeing? I'm seeing five and a half on FanDuel as well. Yeah. Five and a half has been I'm, locked in for a while. I'm going. It's I'm going. It's moves from five and a half. It, no, it hasn't. Yeah. It's been like I, that since they opened. I'm I'm going. I'm going Bengals five and a half. I mean, I think I think the thing that. You're going Bengals uh, plus five and a half. Well, and now I'm sitting here regretting it a little bit because. <laughs> I thought you said you were playing is, it safe. You think that's safe. Well, my my thought is this is is ha, huh, is that game against the Dolphins? It was like, yeah, what are you what are you doing? Ball like security. you're up seventeen nothing. Security. Like like let's let's put let's let's speak a little reality into this. Let's 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 speak a, a little bit of reality into this. Bills Bills go up seventeen nothing, and myself over here is saying, hey wife. Let's go to Costco. This game's over. We'll catch a later game, right? I get in the car and turn on Sports Talk Radio, and I hear the goddamn game is, what, like 24-23, and I'm like, what the hell? Right? Like, what the hell's going on here? It's like a big so, day at Home Depot there. I, damn right, you know. <laughs> Bed, Bath & Beyond, Home Depot. But I'm, I'm going to – I have to – I'm going to – I truly think, okay, and – Maybe I'm wrong this year, and you can you can you can call me out on this. Trey but will, Trey will for sure. I I truly <laughs> I truly think when it comes down to who is going to have a better career in the NFL, I think the guy that we're going to say, and I love Josh Allen, but I think the guy that we're going to say is Joe Burrow. Yeah, I am a Joe. I'm a Joe Burrow believer in the sense that he's cool under pressure, which. Mm-hmm. Guys, as we talked about their offensive line struggles, he's under pressure quite a bit, right? Record-setting pressure. And I think, I really think the Bengals have better skill position players. You don't sit there. If you have trust in your skill position players, you don't go out and sign a John Brown. You don't go out and sign a Cole Beasley who retired earlier this year, right? There's some concerns there. And when it comes to the running game, I know, yes, offensive line. Once again, I'm an offensive line guy, but Joe, I'm putting my money on Joe Mixon and P. Ryan over anybody in the backfield behind the Buffalo Bills. I okay? I agree with that. I don't like the Bills' backfield. And and the biggest thing that I see the problem is is the Bills go. And this is I'm sorry if this is too like coaching analytical, but I think that when the Bills go too conventional. Of let's drop him back, let's let him throw, let's mm-hmm. hand the ball. That's when the Bills struggle. Mm-hmm. The Bills are at their best is when they're including Josh Allen as a running threat, yeah. and let and him do scramble. it. And and I think their offense is not designed that way. 
anymore. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bengals plus five and a half. I'm sorry to go on a long rant, and I would even sprinkle to go on Bengals money line. So that's me. I'm on there. All right. Where Call are you me at, Trey? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not confident in the spread or the money line. I'm yeah. more confident in the player prop. Make him uh, uh, make a prop? make a damn line pick. Yeah, I'll get there, but first, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a bet on this game, which I'm, I'm obviously going to, but the one I'm most confident in, probably gonna be my highest unit bet, is Tyler Boyd over 36 and a half receiving yards. Mm. I think he's been there before. I think he's a leader on the team. I think he's the most experienced and composed. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Jamar Chase is gonna get his too, I'm sure, but I'm I'm more guaranteed that Tyler Boyd is gonna get over 36 and a half, and I put double the units on that over the spread or the or the total. Yeah, I, um, the only argument I'd make though is is Bengals receiver props are tough. They are Be, yeah, because they are. because they're all three legit. You know what I mean? I mean it's like yeah, but Tyler Boyd always comes through. He is he's reliable. He is reliable. I mean, people don't realize how he's been in the league for how long. Good last name too, right, Trey? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Claire, no, Clareton no. PA. Clareton so, PA. So Trent. The, yeah. To be honest with you, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills minus five that's, and a half. That's fine. I, I think you, uh, I don't think you give enough credit to the Bills skill players. I know, mm-hmm. I know the the Bengals might have some bigger names and some more like, I don't know, like attention drawing names. But you got gotcha. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox. Like all all three of those players are tops mm-hmm. of their positions. Mm-hmm. Gabe Davis you. might be Gabe Davis might be behind T Higgins for the best wide receiver number two. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, but tight ends, I'd take Dawson Knox over Hayden Hurst. Backfield, Joe Mixon's probably the top back between the two. But they I don't mean, give him the ball enough, though. But yeah, but that's because if Samaje P. Ryan might blow out breakout star of the playoffs. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I think I think Trent's right. I think the Bengals have a more talented skill position team. Absolutely. Yeah. But. You guys should know this. That's not what wins you games. How 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 is Joe Burrow going to get the the ball to all those school position players? How is he going to do I'll that? I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. You want me to tell you? Tell us. Go ahead. Okay. What did they, <laughs> What did what did they do against yeah. the Ravens? Trans, uh, it's, it's, what, uh, well, no, no. I'm asking you. What did they do strategically? They went empty set. Go empty. No, they had a 99 yard. Fumble recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, fluke play. I got you, but but they would have lost that go, game with a block in the back. Go empty, set, man. Go go empty. Hey, real real quick. Okay, so how about go this? Empty and get the ball out. How about this? Joe though? Burrow average. Hold on, Joe Burrow average getting the ball out sub two and a half seconds against the Ravens. So Trent, mark it sub what, two and a half. And what happened if they didn't have that fluke fumble and I know hey, Trey, Trey, goes to the question is <laughs> they lose that qu- game. Trey, the question is, who's playing this week? <laughs> the Bengals find ways to win. I'm just telling you. Well I'm hey. just telling you. I the Ravens pass rush is better than the Bills pass rush at this moment. Who? The only guy the only guy that stands out to me right now on the on the on the Bills defense is uh Milano. That's the guy. Like What's up, buddy? It smells like another beer bet. Another beer bet. All right, I'm on this. I'm, I'm gonna, but you gotta give me the points. 
I'm not going straight. That's what you did line. last time, didn't you? You went with the points. No, no, oh, you actually no. We went. You went money, money line. line. Woo. I took I took Jaguars money line. Wow. Oh, I also won it back though. You did with the Bucks. Yeah. I was actually I was actually hoping you forgot that. Hey, Shit. hey, quest question for you though. All you right. should owe me two after that text message. But anyway. What about uh, what about I'll take I'll take I'll take I'll take Bengals plus five and a half. What about well, give it to me for a beer? No, Come right, on, no. give it to me, Mr. Positivity. I'll give you Bengals plus three and a half. No. I want the spread. I want five and a half. We're going essentially against the number one seed. Which let me give you a this... field goal hook though, Trent. Hold on, no. No, right, let right. me let Thank me you, let, hold on. Let me put this <laughs> let me put this out there too, guys. Why isn't this game at a neutral site? I, I'm not disagreeing. Tell with me you. that. I'm Tell not me disagreeing that because you. you know what? Who was who was up? Who was up the in Bengals the game were. when everything happened? Right, the Bengals. I agree with that. I agree. Okay, so then give me my five and a half. Come on. All right, bet. Five and a half. There it is. Hey, who who would you guys say though between the two teams? I mean, obviously, coaching wise, who would you say is a better coach though? Would you give it to the Bengals or would you give it to the Bills? Mm. I give it to the Bills guy. Oh. I'm kind of on the Zach Taylor bandwagon for the Bengals from a coaching standpoint. I mean, I think, listen, this is not to say like, hey, the other guy is terrible. But like, I, I guys, truly think Zach that. Zach Taylor reminds me of, of, of uh, Staley, Chargers guy. But but do better. you guys do you guys know <laughs> if uh, it's because they were hired the same year? You can't compare them because they were hired at the same time. Well, I think they they look like each other. They're the same age. Yeah. I think they make the same type of decisions. They don't look like each other. That's not that's not true. Uh, that's well, not true. hey, real real quick, my my picks. I'll run you through mine just really quick. Yeah, I, hit us. Go ahead. I, I I don't know. I I'm gonna go with I'm. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with the Bengals five and a half, just because I feel like I feel like that's a steeper line than it actually is. Uh, I think the Bills will win, but I think the Bengals will cover. All right, and you you guys know the saying that you know, final score, give it to us. Final score, yeah. Ooh, I'll say on the spot, thirty-one twenty-eight Bills. Wow. Yep, I'll go thirty-one twenty-eight Bills. Be and honestly, I mean, let's let's look at this too. And you know, not to dog him, he's a great kicker. But McPherson was a a freaking ace last year. All right, and he has been pretty cold some games. And it's a shame because I like the kid. You know, when he went on McAfee's show and stuff, and they had him on and everything else, and he he showed that he's willing to put the work ethic again. He just, I don't know, he just he's been Damn. he's still perfect in the playoffs. Right, I'm not. Yeah, again, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm saying he's he's gotten a little little chillier this year, is you know than than in the past. But well, well, did I give my my prop yet? No, we'll we'll get to those in a second here. Okay, okay, but, sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna sorry. go. I'm, I'll say Bengals five and a half. I I do like the over in this game as well. You know, especially if my my score is thirty one twenty eight, I'm definitely going over forty eight and a half. You know, it it is gonna be a good game. I. This also, though, in terms of, <laughs> I know it's going to be so hyped that you got to realize oh too that, that with this game, there's going to be some sort of X factor that is going to make betters very angry. I don't know what yeah. it is, 
And I wish this I, was the AFC Championship. Well, I I, I kind of really think. No. no, you don't. I wish. I wish it was. It's got to be Chiefs Bills, Trent. It's no, be. no, I'm done. I'm done with the Chiefs. Can man. I can I tell you what I think is going to make betters really angry with this game? Is like, I think fan. that I'm done with them. I think people are going to start to expect that this is going to be a shootout. And in all honesty, I think because that's what the vibe's going to be, just because Joe Burrow, Bill, uh, Josh Allen, like. These, you know, again, like we just talked about, they're pretty high Better be a offenses. shootout on that over, man. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, I feel like betters are going to be disappointed because this, I, I don't know. There's something that just tells me that this is going to be, I don't know, maybe like an 18 to, you know, 13 game or something. Something weird where all of a sudden everybody's like, what the heck was this? This is not what we expected just because there's so much hype. I, I don't know. That's, well, that's a gut. Before we get to your picks. To wrap up mine, obviously I'm taking Bills minus five and a half. Um, for the over/under, I'm, I think the final score is twenty-seven twenty Bills. Close to what you say? What did you say? Twenty-seven twenty. Oh, I thought you said forty-eight twenty. I'm like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> so, you, so you're on the under then? Yeah, I, I am on the under. I think both those numbers are close to the, each of the, the the line sets. So I mean. Vegas wise, it makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, my most confident pick is is the prop bet that I'm going with. That's Tyler Boyd, thirty six and a half over receiving yards. I, like I think that. he has close to eighty yards. I like it. It's fine. Trent, go ahead, give your prop bet. Oh, McPherson over six and a half kicking points, Ooh. minus one twenty. He's going with icy. <laughs> icy. It's game time. It's game time, man. And you know what? I would just like, uh, I would just like to point out that you guys all had all the same picks for the playoff game so far. I'm on the opposite of pretty much everything you guys have said. Right. Yeah. Trent did yeah. say, though, that I was undefeated last week. So. so In the overs, under, overs and unders, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> well, that's the law, law of averages, you know? Yeah, time to hit that okay. old dusty trail. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. I'm on, I, I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, I'm 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 excited to have five and a half points for a beer from you, Trey. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what's going to be sweeter is when the Bengals win by a touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll give you two beers if that happens. You is that is that it? Like you just you'll just give me two beers if the Bengals win by a touchdown, or the Bengals win by over a touchdown. Okay. Or by a touchdown. But if the Bills win by 10 or... No, no, no not agreeing oh, to that. Can't no, make too many just, you, you hey, just, Yeah, you just made it. Hey, one, one quick prop, too, to kind of take a peek at is the Pirine rush yards are only 13 and a half. Pirine rush yards 13 and a half. Ooh. I, I don't like the rushing game. I, I'm, I, I'm just I telling really you. I'm, I mean, it's a low it's a low number for a running back that gets a lot that's of That's why when I, when I sit there and you know... Maybe you guys know from from my personal experience and my picks is I'm a passing props guy, specifically passing attempts. Mm-hmm, sure. And and when I sit there and see the fact that Joe Burrow's passing line is set at what? Hold on, it's at pass attempts thirty nine and a half for minus one twenty five. Whoa. Like that just shows me that like okay like they know what's gonna happen like this guy's gonna wow, check for damn. They're putting it's on it's on. I mean, 
guys, the only they're, they're juicing up forty attempts. Guys, the only guys that it's have those higher, the the only guy that has those high of numbers, two guys, is Tom Brady and Herbert. Like those are the only two guys that have those t- those yeah, lines yeah. types. So. I mean, even for Herbert, that's a lot. I think anything touching nah, forty is Herbert, Herbert, Herbert averages. I, I would say Herbert averages over forty a game, over passing attempts a game. Hey, Tom uh, Brady's attempts last week were over under 65 and a half. I'm just 66. <laughs> he threw the ball 66 times. And that is a great transition because they're overrated. Let's get on to the Niners-Cowboys last oh, yeah. game. Last game of the week. Tyler, tuck it in. Let's go. Well, tuck it in. I'm not that excited about this game. I'm just kidding. Take- can I, can I just start us here, out? So. Can I, I'll start out. I'll Go start ahead. out. Go ahead. <laughs> I hate the line now, but I attacked I attacked the line earlier in the week. The one I told so you about? Can, do you guys mind that I attacked this earlier in the week? No, I, I told you to take it the, literally the no, night. No, no, no. No, no, no. The line dropped two days ago to minus three for the 49ers. Three? Oh. Minus three. So I am. I like it. Oh, this shut up! This guy's insane. I You're a Niner it. hater. Yeah, he is. You, you, just, hate, you just hate my team. Oh, I am Trent, I have, I have right minus now. three. I am telling you, the Niners, Niners minus three. This, this is a typical. Hey, everybody, jump on the Cowboys. Yep. Jump on the Cowboys. I'm on the Niners to win this game. Brock Purdy, stay within yourself, and I, I don't give it. I don't think it's an offensive thing to say. Stay within the system. You guys win this game handedly. Niners win. They cover three. I would even say Niners win. Well, I'm, I'm three now. It's four on on DraftKings. Hey, it I, is. I took three last Sunday, the night of the game I last week. Three. So I took three. So I, I'm going Niners. I would I would even cover the minus four, cover up the minus four. I'm I'm covering a full touchdown on the Niners this week. So I mean, Cowboys aren't going to be able to run the ball. Um, you got a not just a backup, backup, backup left tackle. I mean, shit. I would be if I'm a Niners fan, I'd be happy if Peters was in the game of left tackle, but he's out. Yeah. And you now have a rookie at starting a left tackle. Bosa and you have lunch. the Yeah, you have the potential of facing against a Bosa. If you put pressure in Dak's face, I'm sorry, but Dak Dak doesn't throw I mean okay, four touchdowns, couldn't the Bucks. What do you say? Bullshit, man. The Bucks were the Bucks. The Bucks were not. I bet I hey, I bet the Bucks on one reason and one reason only. Tom Brady's reputation. And I'll be the first to admit you that I was way wrong, Trey. I lost that beer to you on that game. I was way way wrong. The Bucks are not. They're not. They're, they're eight and nine, right? They're all they're eight. They're, they're eight and ten. So yeah. So my money is on Niners covering. Covering. I, I have them at three, but I understand the line has moved to four. Some places you get at three and a half, but I'm covering Niners at the points. That's my game line pick. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I'll go. Uh, we'll let Tyler go last just because we know he's yeah. 
and Saber in this. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Tyler's a Four Niners fan. I'm a Four Niners hater. I'll, I'll admittedly say that, but I, I honestly think the Cowboys are getting. I think they're getting kind of like underappreciated here. Underappreciated. Have you sports. watched any sports media? Every single person is picking Dallas. I was just in whose turn it was here. Trying. I'm just telling you. I mean, underappreciated. You can't be underappreciated if you're literally being picked by everybody. I think. Ta- I think plus Tyler, four. Tyler, 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 deep breath. Let Trey speak. <laughs> hey, I was gonna say it's my turn. Uh, it's like, yeah. Um, I think four points is a lot for this matchup. To be honest with you, I mean. Well, in every aspect, you think about it, they kind of match up. Besides the secondary, I think you guys have the advantage in the secondary. Um, I think the defense is pretty equal. I think the offense is pretty equal. Um, the Cowboys, I think, I know you guys, have you guys seen the pattern that they that they have whenever whenever they lose a game on, like, Twitter or anything? Have you guys seen that? No, I've seen the, Cowboys, I've seen the, the pattern Cowboys. of the teams that lose. After the Whatever, Cowboys players. lost one game, they won the next four, then they lost another game, won two, lose a game, win four, two, like, you know what I mean? So that they're on the streak to win four. Um, I think that pattern's going to live true, Tyler. I really do. Mm-hmm. Sure. I know, I'm, I'm, the, the only thing I'm worried about is Dak's interceptions. If he can take care of the ball and he doesn't, and he doesn't throw like, erratic passes, like, just throw the ball away if there's nothing there. And that's his problem is he tries to force these little cross-field passes, which end up being picks. And uh, your, your one safety, I forget, I don't know how to pronounce his name, like Fuwanga. Hufunga. Fuwanga. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, a pretty, he's a pretty unbelievable player. And uh, I think if Dak decides to make some of those decisions, I think it's going to be a very long day for the Cowboys. But if, if he takes care of the ball, I think the Cowboys – Dare I say it? Win the game. Whoa! I think Brock Purdy's got to show some composure. Any <laughs> any Trent, any quarterback in that system with that amount of weapons around him, as long as they don't make a mistake, yeah. if they can just manage a game, they're mm-hmm. gonna win. Anyone, anyone. I, I Trey, I agree. Even before they got Christian McCaffrey. So Trent, all I'm saying is, is if the Cowboys can take care of the ball. If they can score and, and and make long drives, then the pressure's on Brock Purdy. They have to throw the ball. He has to make I'm, long conversions. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. Brock Purdy has to stay within himself. He, he's their weakest link. Can we agree on that? Oh, a weakest but, link that is thrown over two touchdowns a game with the rating over a hundred each game and is six and zero. If that's your weak but, link, I like the chances. But, but but I don't care do you, about experience. Okay, if you had to, if you okay, Tyler, I'm going to ask you a question. If you had to admit to having a weak link, what is it? The secondary. Yeah, corners. Yeah, corners. It's the secondary. Corners. I don't know, man. I I'd almost make the argument right now they don't, they don't that have the as offense much, they don't is, have as much of a direct impact on the outcome of a game as a quarterback that has to make a game winning drive. They do though. The corners now, do. I mean, let's let's be I, honest. Let's look at last week with Seattle. You know, Metcalf uh, okay. caught a sixty-five yard touchdown and walked into the end zone because we got Tyler, beat. Okay. okay, so I have a question. And now you got C.D. Lamb, you got Dalton Schultz. I mean, the Cowboys have great receivers. Tyler, forty-five seconds, no timeouts. Cowboys are up six points, mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Brock Purdy has to drive forty-six yards, no timeouts. 
to win the game, they have to score a touchdown and make the extra point. Do you think he does that? You have confidence in that? Actually, as coming from probably one of the biggest Jimmy Garoppolo fans, I have more confidence in Brock Purdy doing that than I do with Jimmy G. Well, I have no confidence in either of them doing that. Well, but but I'm just telling you, like if if that's if that's my option, Brock Purdy's already been known to actually lead game-winning drives. The fact that Shanahan actually has the gall to put some of the game on him as a rookie, all right, and you know I use rookie kind of loosely because the only reason that he's doing what he's doing right now is because he was a four-year starter at Iowa State. And you you can argue it or you cannot. I mean, but let's be honest. Game experience is huge. All right, Division One football at Iowa State and Big 12 football led the team to the Big 12 championship his senior year. He started for four years. The game's not too big for him. And that's why you're right. seeing the success that he's having. Is yes. it's, it's, you know, is it luck? Yes. No, but it's also, and I, I agree, Trey, to your point, that it is a system. Shanahan has put it in the system, and, and I think the guy that's not getting any credit for San Fran, again, I'm not going to try to rant here because I could go on forever, but the guy yeah. that's not getting a ton of credit here is Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy is the quarterback's coach from San Fran. All right, He's now had to coach up three guys to prepare to start them, and they haven't missed a beat. I mean, Can, can I just say it? Brian Greasy as the quarterback coach, but let's be real. There's Shanahan's it's Kyle. Shanahan. It's Kyle. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 the guy. He's a genius. He's the guy. I'm just yeah. saying from a quarterback coaching up three he's guys guy. to start, it's like you getting a little brother? What? You guys getting a little brother? Who? Oh no, I'm I'm sorry, mistaken. I'm thinking of LaFleur. He's coming to he's coming to Green Bay. Oh, yeah. From the Jets. That's... Oh. We'll see where he goes. It's either he's going to pick Shanahan or LaFleur, but it's LaFleur's little brother. He's, he's, All right, he's so picked Ty, Shanahan before. <laughs> Ty, Ty, your, Ty your, uh, your, your game line pick, what is it? My game line pick is the over for total points. 45 and a half from earlier in the week? I have 45 and a half. It's 46 right now. I'd still take that because, I mean, worst case scenario, you push. Um you know, if you can somehow find a forty-five and a half, great. But yeah, I'd I'd, I'd take even forty-six. I'm not too shy about that. Game. Uh, let's go with any props here, guys. What are what are we thinking on the props spectrum? Well, I mean, last week I was all over the George Kittle anytime touchdown, and that did not come to fruition. <laughs> mm. I mean, Debo Samuel Samuel played like an animal, but I mean, I'm I'm. I don't hate George Kittle plus one forty five for any time okay. touchdown, but All right. I I mean not I'm not gonna lie, just almost out of spite, I'm almost looking at a Brock Purdy thing okay, just to kind of throw it in Trey's face. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm going Cowboys plus four. I'm going with Tyler also in the over forty six. I think that it's, I think this game's gonna be a shootout for okay. the most part. You think so? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, maybe not like, I think it's just going to be like big play. I think there's going to be a lot of big plays. Yeah. If you could bet on like longest touchdown, I'd probably take the over on whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, prop I'm going to take though is Tony Pollard over 19 and a half receiving yards. Minus one two. I think that, that if, if it is like a game, like you say, Tyler, with the defense and pressure and back, 
I think he's going to have to dump to the running back. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd agree with that. He's actually the one that worries me the most. Tony Pollard. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's slippery. He scoots out of the backfield. I mean. He can, he can have four touchdowns in a game. He can have ten yards in a game. It's. Yeah, I mean, the only so argument is is that you're going to have somebody that's probably as fast as him on him. I mean, yeah. Fred Warner. I mean, Fred Warner's a beast and does a good, pretty good job of closing out on tackles, especially out of the backfield. But, hey, if, if you want a sprinkle bet, all right, just a sprinkle, all right, and I'm actually surprised that these odds are this high. Uh, I do think that San Fran is going to have a pick six of some sort or some defensive touchdown tomorrow. Uh, which will actually really be the springboard to give Brock Purdy the comfort. But if you want to sprinkle an anytime San Fran D touchdown, it's plus 400. Ooh, that's it? Yeah. Well, hey, and the Cowboys okay. are plus 425. Wait, wait, wait. Anytime plus 400 for the yeah. defense? Yep. It's funny. They actually wow. have worse odds than, say, T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> Where do you see that at? Uh, DraftKings anytime touchdown score. What the hell? <clears throat> so, so can I add my props here for yeah, this go game, guys? Yep. So, first off, my actual legit, like, hey, I'm going to bet this prop um, is I'm taking the Niners team total over 24 and a half. Um, yep. Taking that. It's very, it's very rare for the Niners with Brock Purdy at quarterback to score less than 30. It's over 32 um, now. So I'm going to, I would take over 24 and a half points for Niners team total. I'm just going to throw these two out there for any interested betters. Um, Dak Prescott, uh, one interception, over 0.5 interceptions, minus 145. It's not bad. Okay. And then here's another one here for you, which. In my opinion, Niners defense creates turnovers. Dallas Cowboys, total turnovers as a team, over one and a half plus 125. Wow. I, that's so. I'll be honest, that's stealing. That is stealing. So, over one and a half plus 125. That's pretty a fun. Jack has a bad game, though, right? Uh, and that's the thing is, Dak throws, throws the ball. And I. I Here's the thing about that defensive line is you have you have not only a quarterback that throws interceptions, but you have a brand new left tackle who's a rookie having to potentially start against Nick against Nick Bosa for an entirety of a game. Nick Bosa is going to get him. So it, 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 I mean, they're they're gonna do stuff to help him out though. It's not gonna be like he's all on his own. You're right. You're right. But how often do you do it, though? Because here's the thing. You have how many other defensive linemen that are capable of getting to the quarterback, too? So, And you've got linebackers who are essentially all pros. It's the number one defense, guys. You're going, to, you're going from playing an 8-9 Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have lost to the Carolina Panthers and to playing a, a, a number one overall defense. It's just... I'm, I'm just saying, plus one to twenty-five for Dallas Cowboys over one half turnovers. I think that's a kind of if you're looking for a hey, I need a positive money bet. I think that's one to take, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it is a good one. Hey, and if and this is on this is on this is a Fanduel one too, and kind of piggybacking off of your 
thought process with Bosa. Bosa to record a sack, minus 124, yes. Mm, okay. So. All right, boys. Well, I think we've I think we've hammered our 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 divisional round discussion. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, I it, Trey, I think you're right in the sense of in terms of game lines, we have we have found each other at odds. So I mean, mainly mainly just me and you guys. I hope uh, yeah. Side, I think I think a consensus pick we have is the Forty ers Cowboys over though. I'd agree with that. Yes. Yeah. I, I definitely, I know personally taking that over 45 and a half earlier in the week. That's a good, I, I think that's a good solid pick. Yeah. I mean, but my, my only worry is the opposite of what Trey thinks is the Niners just blow them out. Oh, wow. So I, that's my concern in these types of games. Uh, after seeing what Dak could look like against a, what is the team called now in Washington? Who knows? Are they, what are they called nowadays? <laughs> Commandos. They're, they're, so that, that football team that seems to always be under investigation or whatnot, um, that team, the way they made them look at the end of the year just shows you the Cowboys' true colors because they yeah, they, they they played a good game last Monday. But, Don't forget that uh, that pattern, though. Yeah, but make yeah. You know, let's make the argument too, though, is that Washington, <laughs> especially with Chase Young back too, Washington yeah. has a darn good defense. Okay. Tampa Bay's defense is garbage, so you're going against another. Tampa Bay's even, defense was not garbage all year. They were good earlier in think, the year. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the last game. They were garbage. The fact that you yeah, couldn't literally oh, get oh, to that. I'm just gonna go on a limb and say, let's be real. That that the it, it shows that Bruce Arians was that goddamn good of a coach, and I'm not sold on Todd Bowles. And I know he's coming back, but Todd wow. Bowles as a head coach has not proven to be any sort of no, he, good at all. He didn't do well. With, what was it, the Jets either? Jets. I mean, now granted, the Jets are the Jets, but you inherit a team that. As Tom Brady now, Grant, the offensive line took some hits, yeah. some serious hits. But like, come on, man! Like, yeah. Oh, all we, right. We, we want to go uh, transition. We want to go here. Yeah, I mean, this is. Let's be real. This is this is our favorite. I mean, it's my personal favorite. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, Dude, it's it's great, is, especially because I mean, the season is is long. It's it's not a dragging on long like I feel sometimes baseball can be. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean March. I mean you got March Madness then comes up. I mean it's this is this is where we really got into it. I mean when we when we actually started, you know, we started back in March, not last year, two years ago. You know, so we're we're almost two Absolutely. full years into this thing. So um, the thing the thing I like the most about I mean just betting college basketball in general is. There's so many games, so many lines, games every day where, like, these handicappers that make these, I mean, truly unbelievable lines where they're within half points most of the time. Yeah, it's it's hard for them to to cap these games accurately. So, well, can I can I kind of make a point too? Because I was listening to uh, it was actually the Pat McAfee show podcast the other day, and they had talked about the fact that like some of these bets and stuff that people make, you know, are on these obscure teams, like specifically yeah. Gumpy from the show. 
you know, he talked about, oh, man, he picks these teams that, like, literally you don't even know that that's a school until you're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's been a university since 1865. They actually have a basketball team. You know, and, and it is it does go into the fact that you have to cap so many teams. There are 364 Division One basketball teams in college basketball. That's I mean, that's insane. Yeah, yeah so, you know, all that means is that there, there are mistakes to be made, Tyler. Well, in a spe- and that's what I'm saying, especially on <laughs> days like tomorrow, Saturday, oh, with, when the slate's full with almost 100-some games. You know, you got to cap most, you know, the major games that most people are going to bet on. But, hey, why not take a little peek at, you know, Bellarmine or yeah. Cleveland State or, you know, some of these teams that kind of fly under the radar you don't really know about. I mean, that's that's the beauty of it. I mean – the big games, you know, are the big games, you know, as what they yeah. are. But like, well, the other the other thing is capping capping all these every game for the whole season. It helps you with the NCAA tournament, dude. I'm I'm not. You, you see, yep. you see these twelve or thirteen or fourteen seeds that yep. it's like holy shit, there are fourteen seeds. <laughs> like, yep. And you know, you don't have to bet them to win outright. Take their points, and the they points. cover nine yeah. times out of ten. But yeah, like you said, Tyler, it's like, like hundred what one hundred sixty four. Division one teams, three hundred and sixty four. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's nuts. Yeah, so like, how how do you like accurately give like numbers that you can't take advantage of right. every time? Like, right. if there's if there's one hundred eighty games, <laughs> like there's bound to be some mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's no way that's that's doable. So. That's and, and honestly, from a personal standpoint of betting, like on some of these smaller teams, it's I I like taking the dogs. You know, because there's a lot of times you're going to get a dog team that's like, oh, plus 11 and a half. And you're like, well, hold on a second. Like, those games are usually the ones that really could go either way. Yeah. So why not take those uh-huh. big spreads on the dogs? The, like, mid-conference teams, like, I don't know, like DePaul, say, or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, anything like James Madison or teams like that. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it earlier tonight. Like, there's some games where it's like the line is so it's like this is so great so valuable or is it like trap fishing yeah yeah Yeah. like is it fishing to the point where they know something that they're so much more better at this than we are do they know something right so i mean there's a fine line is is there injuries involved is there (laughs) yeah you know somebody sick Um, yeah or is is the caliber of competition up until this matchup not the same like there's so many some X-Men conferences Rangers. are head and shoulders above other conferences. Oh, yeah. It's 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 hard to cap, but mm-hmm. I love. I mean, college basketball. That's my that's my bread and butter. I'd not, say. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've been I've been kind of on the Pac-12 bandwagon for the last couple of years too, especially with capping some of those games. Oregon State. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah Oregon State. Man, I was all <laughs> over those guys. <laughs> They crapped the bed last night, though, man, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I didn't make that my pick. So, Something yeah, told we're going to listen to, like, tomorrow's games. Any ones that stick out in particular? I know. Yeah, let's go, let's go with our board that you we're going to go with the, tomorrow, I the guys. Okay. Let's go with the board. Let's go with the board. North, North Carolina, NC State is the first game on the board, although it's a 5 o'clock game. So, let's uh, – Let's go ahead and what are you guys leaning? Right now I saw minus five and a half. North Carolina is favorited and they are at home. Mm-hmm. Five and a half. Yeah. Five and a half at home. Minus five and a half, Trey. Over under 153. 
Well, I mean, honestly, that's pretty tough. I'm, I'm um, good, Ty. I was gonna say, at home, North Carolina rival against North Carolina State. I know North Carolina State usually gives, you know, a lot of those local teams some, you know, run for their money. I'm, I'm taking Carolina minus five and a half. I wish the money line was a little bit better, <laughs> minus two thirty, but five and a half. I don't know. Five and a half steep, but at the same time, I think Baycott will go off with another double double. Um, yeah, I'm with you, Tyler. Um, Carolina hasn't lost a game at home this year yet. Good not in at home. Um, I really, truly think that them not being ranked. That is, home. that is wrong. They're ten and one at home. Sorry. Ooh. Where do you see that? DraftKings stats. Mm. I got ten and one at home. No, I'm talking UNC Trent. Yeah, they're ten and one at home. I do have that. We need to we need to double check that because I'm seeing nine and one. I see NC State is ten and one at home. Two and two away. No, I'm seeing I'm seeing Carolina. I'm sorry. Either way. Um, okay, go ahead. No, I think that Carolina, I know they lost six games earlier in the year, some questionable games, but um, I really think they're catching on to where they were last year in the tournament. Sure. Um, five and a half, I think that's a pretty hefty line for an in-state rival especially, but Tyler's right at home. I think they've been good there. I just, I just think them pulling them out. I, I see them winning pretty close to 10 points, but yeah, I'm going to go UNC minus five and a half. Trent, where are you going? I'm going to NC, NC State plus five and a half. I am looking. I'm looking. I'm not seeing. You're right. I'm not seeing a loss at home. For UNC? Yeah, I'm not seeing it. But DraftKings has them. DraftKings has them at 10 and one at home, three and five on the road. Hey, real, real quick side note to the live game right now. I did snag a live bet on New Mexico. Money, oh, money line. I got a plus 280 when they were down by six. They're up 62.57 with five minutes left. No. Yes, sir. I have them. Um, I had them the whole game. Yeah, I, I was waiting for them to go down big because I had a feeling they were going to come back in the second half. Sorry. Anyway. Uh,. Uh, yeah, I'm on NC State plus five and a half, guys. Okay, so Trey and I are UNC minus just, five and a half. Trey is I just think plus I just NC State. I'm Did just I'm just a, I believe no Baycott's in man. Okay. He's yeah, back. He, he had a double double last game. I just I think the difference is guards, man. I just I just think and UNC has R.J. Davis, yeah. and I just think NC State just has enough to compete. Mm-hmm. I just really do. And I know I'm a Duke fan, but um, <laughs> it's where I'm at. <laughs> but let's go next game, Ty. Next game, we got Duke Miami. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Also, ready just just to ease this, <laughs> just to ease this right here. A hundred. I, I, I am. I mean, I hate it. I hate to do this, but guys, I mean, I'm. I'm I'm Miami plus five and a half. I mean, how do you sit there right now and take a Duke team who 
could be down Jeremy Roach again. He practiced lightly, practiced lightly today. But it's like they don't have anything offensively. So Miami plus five and a half. I'm I'm on that bandwagon as well, Trent, and you know, not even as somebody that's not a Duke fan at all. But I I don't know. Miami's one of those teams that always gives Duke and Carolina a run for their money regardless. Plus I, I don't know. I re- I really think Miami's coach is he's legit, man. So I'm I'm on, I'm on Miami plus five and a half as well. Jim Laranega is the man. He is a he is a, a good coach for sure. Yeah. Where are you at, Travis? All right. I'm also with you guys, Miami plus five and a half. Ooh, oh, team okay. ride, all right. It's just it's just Duke's been too way too streaky, even with like to be honest, mediocre teams in their own division. Miami's at the tops of their division. Um and I just don't see them I mean, Duke might win the game, like like you guys said. I don't know if you guys said that or not. Duke might win the game, but I don't think they cover five and a half. Yeah, I, agree. I think Long's God, too, uh, damn it. Hey, I hope to God they freaking win. Yeah, I mean, prove us all wrong. Damn it. Wrong. I, I, don't, I don't mind Duke. I, I mean, listen, it's one thing to to be a Raiders fan. It's another <laughs> thing to be a Duke fan and have Duke suck as well. That's terrible. That's, that makes for a terrible year of life for me. Oh. So, God damn it. <laughs> Flyers and Orioles, too. God, right? The Flyers and Orioles. I mean, hey, what, shit. Ha- what happens? This is, this is really off the side, though. What happens when the Orioles move to Nashville? Not. Shut up. Watch, I just saw a rumor today. There's, there's some ownership issues. No, the the Orioles uh, are not going to be a household name here for the next 10 years. God damn it, guys. Pitchers yeah, Nat- don't report for another two weeks. Let's go. Orioles. Let's stay in basketball. They're leaving, they're leaving Baltimore <laughs> just, just like the Colts did. Come on. Watch. You watch. Tyler, Tyler, are you recording these on the board for us? Yes, I am. I'm typing them in right now. Okay, next game. Let's All right, do it. Next, we got Trent's favorite game of the day, TCU versus Ooh. Kansas. Kansas TCU and TCU. Is plus seven. Uh, to the defending, right. should not be defending, but defending champs, Kansas. I, I listen. I'm going against my normal, my normal team that I would ride here. I'm going Kansas minus seven. Whew. It's a big number, big number. Kansas coming off of a loss to Kansas State. So is TCU. Or, yeah, but it's at fog, and fog accounts for at least three, four points, in my opinion. Trey? Uh, well, to, frankly, I hate capping the Big 12 Conference. I, I truly awful at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm a huge ACC fan, but Big 12 basketball is the best to watch. Oh, yeah. 100% most competitive think, basketball I've ever seen. Big 12 SEC are pretty pretty entertaining for me equally, but um, I think the Big 12, I think, I think teams are so interchangeable, it's so hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the line itself is kind of fishy. You know, I know we talked about finding the fine line of, is it a, kids beneficial, like take advantage of it, or do they know something we don't? Right. And I think this is one of those games where they know something we don't. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Kansas minus seven as well. Yeah, I just think that they're—I mean, they're—they're they're hot right now. They got a consistent coach, yeah. <laughs> unlike Texas. Um, I just think that they're—I think they're going to take care of business with TCU. Yeah. Um, also, I know it's probably just the purple color, but I have the hardest time mixing up TCU and Kansas State 
They're in the same conference. They play the same teams, and it's like I truly think they're like one team. It's it's the hardest thing for me to like cap them. <laughs> Jamie Dixon, just look I, for the I, hair. I, I avoid I avoid betting on either team. That's why I'm betting on Kansas. Also, that's another factor. <laughs> I'm I'm also on Kansas minus seven. I mean, as much as I want to try to take the TCU plus seven, I just don't think I, – I think what will happen is you're going to get one of those games where TCU players are going to be a little too starry-eyed and be like, oh, my gosh, it's Kansas, and I think they'll just kind of roll over. It, it I, I'll say this. I think it's going to be close initially, and I think in the second half Kansas will really turn it on and put it on them. So I'm taking Kansas I agree with that. as well. Uh, a lot of times this year, actually, with these like big heavy lines, the first half underdog always covers, but the favorite covers in the second half. Yeah, I mean that's first half, <laughs> first half bets for dogs this year have been very profitable from what I've seen. And Kansas is a second okay. half team. I know that from the national championship last year. What's that? I said Kansas is a second half team. I know that from the national championship uh, last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Makes me want to throw up. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Next, next up. All right, next Let's we go. have Penn State, Nebraska. We uh, are. Penn State is actually minus eight and a half favorites. Which Penn State is minus eight and a half favorites. Are they and they're on the road? Nope, they're home. No, it's at home. They're at home. But it's no, it's eight and a half, not nine and a half. Yeah, uh, I'll start out as the as a Penn State alum here. Finally, good to see Penn State basketball being competitive. <laughs> I think uh, Shrewsbury's turned that program around. I know. Uh, I forget, oh man, the the ball the ball short guy that was there before. Always said he was going to turn the program around. Never did. Shrewsbury finally did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I'm going to go. First of all, I'm going to go Penn State minus eight and a half. I am. Uh, sounds like a lot. I think Penn State's three-point shooting, um, I think that's what does it for him. Uh, Jalen Pickett, if he doesn't make the three, he's driving, he's dishing, he's getting rebounds. He literally leads his team in every single category, points, rebounds, assists. Um, there's a left-handed shooter, I think his name is Seth Lundy. Absolute money if he's having a good game. If he's hitting shots tomorrow, I think Penn State wins by close to 20 points. Wow. Bold prediction, but um, they're at home. To Saturday, it's going to be on the Big Ten Network. It's going to be a good game, I think. Um, Nebraska's streaky. They have beaten big teams. They pulled out some upsets this year, but I think Penn State takes this game. Jalen Pickett, Seth Lundy. Who you got, Trent? I'm going to... Oh, man. 215 Saturday in State College. It ain't a football game, so. I know. That's what, <laughs> we're that's becoming, what... We're becoming a basketball school, Tyler. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> so it's tough right now. I mean, Nebraska, not so high scoring, averages about 66 points a game. Uh Nebraska is coming off of a semi-good win against Ohio State where they pulled off a 63-60 victory. Penn State coming off of a tough loss at 63-60 against Wisconsin. It's kind of weird weird that both those were the same scores. 
I know, right? It's <laughs> typical Big Ten score too, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I I gotta go. That's that's a lot of points, and in my opinion, Penn State does like when they win and they win good, they're hitting their three point shots. Exactly. Live, live but, and die by but, it. But when you live by it, you can also die by it. And I'm going to have to take Nebraska and the points in this situation with plus eight and a half. That's too much. For a Big Ten battle between two teams that are like middle of the pack of the Big Ten, I'm, I'm going to have to go to Nebraska plus eight and a half. Penn State wins, but Nebraska covers. Yeah, I'm I'm also on the Nebraska Nebraska points there for eight and a half. I I don't think Penn State's any good. I don't think Nebraska's any good either. And you know, kind of like Trent alluded to, I think middle of the pack teams looking at this with eight and a half. I just think it's too steep. You know, I'm actually surprised the line is that steep for you know, exactly. for a team that's twelve and six and a team that's ten and nine. I, I'm I'm going Nebraska plus eight and a half. I don't think they'll necessarily win, but again, you know. Good teams win, great teams cover. So, give me Nebraska eight and a half. Uh, next one we next got one. here is another Big Ten matchup. We have Iowa and Ohio State. What do you guys got for this line? Uh, hang on, I'm pulling it up right now. We got I'm Iowa. on DraftKings. I got it. Yep, it's uh, Iowa is plus three. Iowa's plus three on DraftKings. Yeah. I seen that. Okay. It's pretty tough. Uh, it is tough. It's a tough line. Go ahead. Somebody take us for this one. Uh, so looking at it, Iowa is fifth in the Big Ten. They're twelve and six. Uh, Ohio State is thirteenth in the Big Ten. They are ten and eight. Uh, kind of surprising to me. I'm actually I didn't realize that Ohio State's record was that terrible. Uh, the game is being played in Ohio State. <clears throat> um, just to kind of look at some trends of things. Yeah. Oh man, last. So Iowa's Iowa's been pretty hot. Ohio State has not been hot. Agreed. Yeah. That's kind yeah. of where I'm at too. Um. It looks like they're coming off of, respectively, Iowa, a four-game win streak. Iowa State, a five-game losing streak. Um, granted, one of those losses was against Nebraska, the team we just talked about. Um, I don't think Ohio State has that, like, I don't think they're the same team they usually are. They're not. Um, they're usually, like, the, a big, like, coast presence, like, dominate you down low. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're relying on that as much, and I think it's showing because yeah. they're they're losing a lot of games. They're not as competitive as what they usually have been. Um, but the same with Iowa, I think they're just a very streaky team. Yeah. Um, I think they th- I think they just thrive in the Big Ten. Um, sure. Like they, uh, like they do in football too. <laughs> What's that? So kind of like they do in football too. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, recently they've had some good wins though. Yeah. Maryland, uh, Michigan. <laughs> Those Rutgers, are both home games. Rutgers, so, I mean, Indiana. It just this game is one of those ones that doesn't make sense to me too much. Mm-hmm. I I am on Iowa plus three. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna piggyback you, Tyler. I'm gonna agree with that. Okay. I just you know, Ohio State's actually lost their last five. 
uh, Nebraska, Rutgers, Minnesota, Maryland, and Purdue. Uh, they, I mean, they were all close games, which, again, kind of is the reason why that I'm looking at Iowa plus three because I was getting three points. You know, with as close as some of the games that Ohio State's been in, you know, I, I don't like them on a from a pre, uh, spread standpoint being the favorite. So I'm going to take Iowa plus three. <clears throat> Where are you at, Trent? Uh, tell you what, um, my 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 research involved looking at who's available for Ohio State, which is if Key is available for Ohio State, who's worth about twelve thirteen points a game and probably close to averaging double double, which right now he is not listed on Ohio State's injuries. Which in this little cold stretch that we're talking about with Ohio State, um, he's been out. Ohio State's at home. Um, they want to save their season. They got to win this game. Yeah. So I, I'm going to take a desperate Ohio State team. Okay. And granted, I'm going to for the board. I got to take their points, correct? Or can I take their money line? Or no, we do, we're doing points. Doing points? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We didn't really talk about that, but I guess you could take that if you wanted to. No, we're, doing, we're doing spreads on that. Yeah, let's not, doing let's spreads not do that on it? Yeah. yeah. So if, if, if I'm going to assume the key is playing, his injury, I believe, was a shoulder. So it's not a matter of can I get up and down the court, but it was a shoulder. I'm going to take Ohio State minus three. I think they bounce back, and I think I think with home with home court, I think Ohio State covers minus three. Feel, okay. With free throw free throws late, that's the tricky thing about college basketball. Yeah, I think free free throws late get Ohio State over that home to cover. Okay, fair assessment. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next game we have is Texas Tech and Kansas State. Uh, Texas Tech is plus five. Nope, 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 nope. I took an early line. It's wrong. I mean, that's that's what the line is currently. So early line, Fandle minus four and a half. Four and a half. Kansas State huh? is that the line you want to Can't. lose? Four and a half. Yeah. I'll, I'll also jump on that Kansas four and a half. Uh, I mean, if if you can only get it at five, I'd also take it at five. But I do like, if, especially if you have it at four and a half. Any, any, hold on, real quick. I, I hate to interrupt our show right now, but Boise State just hit a three with uh, a little bit of time. Yep, three. Tie it up with one second left. Oh, good. So overtime. That's where dogs dogs go to die, boys. So Boise State, you're buried. No way. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to go Kansas State. I think they're undervalued still, not respected yet. Uh, transfer from Florida is carrying them right now. Uh, only concern would be is coming off of a very, very high of a win versus their in-state rival, Kansas. Mm-hmm. But it's also a home game. Kansas State is for real. They're old. They're an old team. It's 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 the interesting trend in basketball where it used to be get the top recruit, get the top freshman. 
um, still is a thing for some schools. But what's also the the better trend is get old. Yeah. And that's get to find these transfers in the transfer portal that are willing to stay. These COVID seniors that are staying are having hell of an impact on college basketball. And uh, transfer from Florida to Kansas State. Uh, I want to say it's Keldon, Keldon Johnson. Uh, might be off on the name. But uh, he's carrying them. They're for real. They're Keontae. for real. Keontae, sorry. Uh, he, he's for real. Kansas State, minus four and a half. Book it now. Yeah, uh, I think we got a consensus pick on this one with Kansas State. Um, I don't think they're going to have a heading over game from beating Kansas. Um, I think Kansas State is kind of a legit team. I know I get them confused with TCU a lot, and I hate capping the uh, Big 12, but um, Texas Tech started out as a, like a decent-looking threat in, in the Big 12 and stuff, but lately they just kind of fizzled out, and I don't think they're coming back. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just think Kansas State kind of keeps it going here, and, and four and a half is a, is a great number to have against this Good happens, point. So. Good point. Texas wow. Tech is not Texas Tech of last year. No. Not at all. And, no, uh, they've been so streaky too. Like they have shown signs, but then all of a sudden, then they show signs where it's just awful. Yep. And uh, like, like to reiterate, Trent's point is the the experience of like older players, uh, the the seniors, the juniors that that have been there before, have been in tough games, divisional, like traveled to different uh, arenas and everything. Um, I think that's a very underrated aspect of college basketball in these last couple of years. Sure. Uh, but one, the, I think the one and done um, mentality of hey, we got to spend a year get our names big and go to the NBA. I think that's done with college. Not done. I think it's not as important with college basketball. Sure. Well, especially um, with NIL. Oh yeah, exactly. People yeah. can make close to a similar amount of money as you can in a rookie contract. You're probably gonna make more money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And G League money. That's important too. Now, yeah. yeah, I think they got to do something a little different with the the G League to make that more of a more of a draw for players out of high school. Because right now, I think college is still the way to go. Um, you get more recognition, TV time, like everything. So, yeah. all right, uh, next one we got here on the board, which there's got to be something up with this. I, I'm trying to. I was actually just looking this up, but I know the line has changed. I don't remember what it was initially, but. We have Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma State right now are a straight-up pick em on DraftKings. Wow. And, I mean, Iowa State's obviously ranked number 12 in the country right now. You know, and I, you know, I checked FanDuel, too. They're also just getting a half a point. Like, I, I don't know why. Um, I am all on. Trap, 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 trap. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> literally. Literally. They should um, think it. It does, but at the same time, I am going to pull for the party cyclones and go with Iowa State. <laughs> oh. Of course, of course. <laughs> I told, I told oh. Trent, I said, I, dude, I'm all on this. Uh, what I'll do here is I'll, I'll just put them. I'll put them as a PK. Actually, so, no, I'll just put money. Uh, I'll put a money line down. I'm not a not. This, this is a tough one. So I've i flashbacks of the Iowa <laughs> Iowa State game that I bet on. <laughs> yeah. Um, where from literally minute two of the first half, Iowa State was down twenty and never never 
the game any points from 20 points, but uh, I'm, I'm still going to go with them this game against Oklahoma State. Iowa State. Um, what's that? You said Iowa. Oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to take them as a pick-em. Yeah. Uh, looking, looking at their last couple of matchups, they have kept it close between everyone. They've won four of their last five, and they lost to Kansas by two at Kansas. Right. Um, it, it does seem trappy. <laughs> that makes me kind of like hesitate, but yeah. I'm going to go with my gut. Iowa State, um, I think they just are too too defensive, too quick, ter- cause a lot of turnovers. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State takes a little bit to get going, so... You got Agreed. Um, I'm on board with you guys. I mean, when you sit there and look at Iowa State's defense, defensively they're ranked fifth in the nation by giving up 89. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, they're giving up less than. Hold on, I have average points against Iowa State is under 60. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. under 60 points. Uh, Oklahoma State averages 68 points. Um, I mean, I, I just don't see how this – I mean, unless, unless like, Trey, you sometimes like to say, is, like, sometimes you, you think something's so obvious, but it yeah. just goes to show you that the books are so mar- much further ahead of you. <laughs> I mean, this Always. would suck. <laughs> this almost looks like – this almost looks like stealing money, <clears throat> yeah. in my opinion, because, I mean, even the offensive rating – I mean, offensive rating, they're, they're way ahead. True shooting way ahead. Turnovers way ahead. Steals, I mean, it's not even a joke. I mean, steals, Iowa State is ranked ninth in the country, whereas, I mean, Oklahoma State is ranked 224th. Offensive rebounds, tenth, uh, 73rd in the country. I, I, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Iowa State money line, pick them. Minus one ten. I mean, um, how's this? How's this? How is this this way? Uh, last, time, it, last time I bet on Iowa State, I think it was plus five and a half against Iowa. I, just, I brought it up earlier. Um, it just it's it seemed like stealing money. Like it just didn't make sense to me. Yeah, Iowa State lost by thirty points. Um, yeah. So the last time I bet against this obvious stealing money line on Iowa State or for that. I got embarrassed, so I'm hoping this isn't the same same <laughs> scenario. But I'm still going with them. I'm still yeah. sticking true to it. I it, mean, I mean the, you can't be you can't be that wrong twice twice in a row, right? Like, you know lightning I mean? doesn't strike twice in the same spot. Exactly, exactly. Guys, in it, oh gosh, you're making me nervous because in the sports gambling world, <clears> yes, <throat> you can be. Lightning does strike twice. Yeah. God damn it. Although we've been getting lucky with the lightning strikes lately. Oh, Trey, you better knock on goddamn me. No, no, no. I'm no, 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 son no, of a I'm bitch. Confident in, I'm confident in our picks. I think we're on the right side. All right. Okay. Hey, next game we're looking at here. We got UCLA and Arizona. Uh, this game is taking place in Arizona. Uh, UCLA <laughs> is getting plus a half a point. So another pick them, essentially. So what goddamn Arizona team is going to show the hell up? It's a great question. It's going to be UCLA. <laughs> What's that? like? What the hell? I mean, I'm I'm just going to go straight at it. I'm going Arizona. I'm going Arizona. Uh, it's in Arizona. I. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Period. <laughs> What's this? 
I'm sorry, Ty. What's the spread again? It's, it's I'm a sorry. Pick em. It's a pick em. Yeah, it's another. It's a point five. Wow. Ty, what's your what's your what's your? Give me a little bit more on like what it. How are you so confident in Arizona? I mean, UCLA is a monster right now. I I don't know. I, it's it's more or less the home team. I mean, yeah, UCLA Just, has won, okay. what, their last five, six? Okay. Uh, they're eight known confidence. I don't know. I'm, I I think UCLA's due, uh, and I, just, I don't know. I just feel like Arizona's going to smack them around just, just a hair. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say this is a great pick on line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, it's to me, it is a toss up. It's really who just comes out and plays better that day. I mean, looking yeah. if you're trying to predict, I think it's really, really hard to predict the winner in this game. Yeah. Um, I, I, I understand why. What was it? A half a point spread? Is that what it was? Is that what Tyler? I don't. I'm not sure. If I think it's a pick. It's straight up pick. Okay. All right. Well, either way, um, on ESPN they have it as minus two errors. I know it's not the sports book, but. Um, and I, I'm, I'm assuming just, just because of the home team, which, which makes sense. I, I think that do, does play a factor. But to me, seeing Arizona lose to Oregon pretty handedly recently, um, seeing them lose to Washington State at home pretty recently in this, in this past month, uh, it doesn't, doesn't make me confident in Arizona. I think UCLA has been unbelievably hot. Um, they lost two games in a row to two tough teams. Uh, Illinois, back in I think it was I think it was back in November, played their asses off when they lost or when they lost to Illinois. Um, followed up, played Baylor, another tough team at Baylor, and lost that game. So I'm going to go UCLA pick them. Um, I know it's a home game, but just with the inconsistency of Arizona and the like dominance of UCLA lately, I'm going to go with the with the Bruins. What do you got, Trent? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I hate it, but I'm going to UCLA. I'm going to UCLA uh, for the pick'em. Um, I just I look at a couple things. Is Arizona's not? They're a good team. They're gonna be. They're gonna be a, a, a tough out when it comes to March. Mm-hmm. But um, the loss to Washington State at home, and then the barely to win against Washington the game before that at home to me to me makes it it seem like they're more vulnerable than we think and I think the difference is when I look at the overall breakdown for UCLA is they're pretty good offensively Mm -hmm. but when you sit there and look at that look at that defense the fact that you're you're averaging now it's very close it's 59.9 points a game mm-hmm. like that to me is a difference maker is you can score and you can play very very good defense mm-hmm. whereas arizona can score let's be real yeah. but when it comes to their defense they're not on the same le- they're not they're giving up over uh, at about 73 points per game so think, uh, I'm going. I'm going UCLA money line. I think UCLA is a very tough team. I think there's a very specific type of team that beats UCLA all the time. It's yeah. either it's a very strong post presence that slows the game down, and they score consistent 
easy baskets or it's very long, lanky shooting teams that can slash and shoot the ball. But I don't think Arizona necessarily has that that formula to be UCLA. So pretty confident in that pair. I'm with you. What we got next? All right. All right. Next on Florida the line, State. we have Florida State, Florida State Pitt. and Pitt. And All right. Let me pull up and see where that's at now. Florida State, Pitt. I got, I got Pitt minus seven and a half against Florida State. That's your pick? No, I'm saying that's Pitt is favored seven and a half right now. Hey, real quick, you guys both said UCLA, right? Yes. Yes. I will. Uh, I will go ahead right now, and I'm gonna just put it out there. I know Florida State's coming off of a pretty good matchup, but I am going to be taking Pitt. I think Pitt. Pitt is better than we think. We're not giving them enough credit. Um. I'm going Pitt minus seven and a half against Florida State. Hmm. Shoo. It's in the zoo, isn't it, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm going Pitt, man. That's it's a lot of points, but eh, You know what? No, I'm not I'm not going Pitt. No, I'm not going to do that. I feel pretty confident in the fact that... You guys watching this? Yeah. I am. I'm, I'm pretty confident in the fact that I do think that... I won Florida, two and a half, baby. I took, I took New Mexico money line, so I won two. Ah. <laughs> yes. All right, we both won. That's good stuff. Tyler won two. Holy cow. Yes, I did. Yeah. Sorry, my TV is a little delayed here. You took money line, Tyler? <laughs> yeah. I took two and a half Boise State. Wow. I just took straight up money line from the <clears> pregame. <throat> so, hey, so, I'm I'm on the Florida State bandwagon here with uh, plus seven and a half. Wow. That's where I'm going. Yeah. Um, me personally, I understand Florida State is coming into their own. I'm not, oh. it, I'm not buying it necessarily, so I'm taking Pitt minus seven and a half. Look at and it was oh rebound. Was, look at rebounds. Look at look at free throws. Look at look at, look at everything. Pitt Pitt is everything. superior. I'm not saying that I don't, I'm not saying that Pitt's not going to win. I just don't think they're going to cover seven and a half. Pitt wins by fifteen plus. I think Pitt yes. wins. I trying to. Completely agree with that. Wait, I thought I just thought you were on board with Florida State. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay. He said he was on board for Pitt. I said I know. Okay. I said they're coming into their own, and they look like sorry. they're having some good wins here and there. But Florida State is Florida State. Yeah, they're they're not Florida State of of years past. Not at all. No. no. They lost yeah. to Troy Stetson, I think it was. Yeah, it's bad. Let's it's look bad. at this: Stetson, UCF, Troy. Siena, Stanford, who's one of the worst teams in college basketball this year. Not worse, yeah. but very bad. Yeah. They lost to Nebraska by 20 points. Come on, Tyler. 
Yeah. Dude, you got, yeah, you got your own opinion, man. That's that's, oh, man, that's cool. I'm cool with that, man. All right. All right, and last one we, we have here. One more. Yeah, last one we got here is uh, kind of more of lower, you know, lower conference game here, just to kind of make it interesting. I got Bellarmine and Lipscomb. And we have Bellarmine is plus six and a half. Really? Not going to be able to find that. For some reason, DraftKings does not have that, so that's on FanDuel right now. Um, and Bellarmine is six and a half. Yep. That's surprising. I am all over Bellarmine plus six and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a that doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, any any time you can take them, especially as dogs, they're kind of one of my teams this year. That you know, I haven't put it really out publicly with stuff, but ever since they beat me last year in the tournament <laughs> with one of my other teams, I've been I've been all over that. So okay, so here here's the thing. This is why I like handicapping these lower these lower like market games. Bellarmine's strength of schedule has got to be one of the best in the country. Totally. Can they, they make the, Louis- can they make the tournament I mean, this year, finally? Louisville, Louisville isn't good, but they played Louisville and beat them. They played Clemson and lost by 10, which is a great win, or a great loss, I should say. They played Duke, lost by less than 20. UCLA, Kentucky. Who else? Murray State, who's pretty good. Liberty is good this year. Then they got in their conference play, so it's like yeah. they're rec- they're they're nine and eleven. Lipscomb's twelve and eight, but I honestly think other mean. Yeah, I mean, look at the I'm teams they're playing. Better. Of course, they're going to be you know have the yeah. record that they have. It's I, like I'm, I'm taking I'm taking them plus six and a half. Yeah, yeah. Can they make the tournament this year? Uh, this might be their first year, but that they can, right? I think so. I think it was like a two year probation period or something. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Two or three years, but yeah. What you got, Trent? You're right in the sense of this is where if you look or when you look at these small conference games and you strictly just look off of statistics, Mm -hmm. or if you strictly look off of record, you have to be very careful. Yeah, you must. You must pay attention to their schedule because yeah, that's a great point Trey brought up. I mean, you just name yeah, like top twenty-five yeah, teams yeah. like boom, boom, boom. You well, yeah. like Loyola Marymount, yeah. very competitive so, team. Yeah. So now, so now you sit there and look at those things, and you say, okay, who did Lipscomb play? Okay, they played a Notre Dame. They lost by one to Notre Dame. Notre Dame right now is sub five hundred, mm-hmm. right? They played a Michigan. They got beat by eight by Michigan. Michigan, I believe, is like ten and eight, ten and nine at this point. Yeah, they're not. Um, Lipscomb also also beat Louisville, seventy five sixty seven. However, Louisville is atrocious. They're one of the worst teams. Yeah, but so ever. I don't care. They're playing the ACC. They are so bad this year. (laughs) So when you sit there and, and you look at this all, and you're looking at okay, home team. Yeah, Lipscomb's averaging, you know, 75 a game, whereas Bellamine is, is averaging 66. But you're right, Bellamine has played a much tougher schedule. So 
Um, I got to I got to take now. I heard. Did you say six and a half, Ty? Yeah, six and a half. Bellarmine. Okay, I'm seeing on Score Mobile and Barstool that you can get Beller Bellarmine uh, plus seven. Whew. Yeah, take wow. that. So, so I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take. Wherever you're at, I like the six and a half, but obviously I'd love the seven because yeah. you get that little extra push because yeah. I'll tell you what, that, that, that half point matters mm-hmm. big yeah. time um, in life, <laughs> as we know. But um, yes, we do. I'm, I, I'm, I'm on board with this. I think this is a, this is a team one where I'm going to take Bellarine. Do it. The, o- the only other game I think that I wanted to talk about that we didn't really – that I didn't have on the board – uh, rather big one tomorrow, at least at, you know from the media standpoint, is uh, Kentucky and A and M. You know this isn't something we have on the board, like I said, uh, but A and M is plus five and a half in this game. Yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna ride the 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 wave right now. They got me against one of my favorite teams to bet on, which I am betting on Georgia tomorrow minus three and a half. But uh, I'm gonna take Kansas. Kansas. You mean Kentucky? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Wrong. Wrong. Blue bud. Yeah. Kentucky minus five and a half. Okay. I think. I think they. I think at home on a Saturday. I think they're. I think they're going to win. Yeah. Pretty handily. Um, I was let down by Texas A&M not too long ago. <laughs> um, I think it was watching that game. I think they should have covered, but. Um, I'm gonna have to the go. With, no, I'm gonna go with A and M. Hmm. I really am. I think Kentucky's not the same team. I think the game that Kentucky just covered in recently, uh, Georgia. Yes. Yeah. I think I think Oscar Sheboy played the game of his life. And Dude, he, has it, not it, played he was nuts. Yeah. He was nuts. And, and uh, but can we also say that was a result of Calipari blatantly calling the Player of the Year out, saying? He has not spent time in the gym. Like that's where I think I, I like I like what's how do you pronounce his last name? Shibe. Shibe. Yeah. yeah. That's that's where I think I think it I think he is. He's gonna show up again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And I think Kentucky I and I, don't get me wrong, guys. You know me. I'm no Kentucky fan by any means, but I think this is where Kentucky makes a little run. Saves their tournament hopes. Can I tell you something? Or this and they, I think at least they went they went handily tomorrow. Is Trent Texas A and M? I feel like is another very experienced, big like almost manpower team. Every single one of their players is very strong, very physical. Okay. I think that Georgia is not like that. I think Georgia's been playing above expectations this year, and I think their coach has them hyped up. But when Oscar Shibwe, defending player of the year, decides to take over. He's going to dominate a game against a team like Georgia. Texas A&M, if he tries to do that, he's going to force shots. He's not going to get the shots that he was getting against Georgia. And I hope he does. I honestly hope they try to run their offense through him because he is not the person to run an offense through, especially against a team like okay. A&M. He's physical, who, is, who, can pound, who can pound it inside, and they can also shoot the three. I think, what is it? What's plus five and a half? Yeah. I might sprinkle the money line. What A&M? 
So, so real quick, just to kind of back up, you know, trade. To, I'm looking at some data and some stats here. I mean, they're five and zero in their conference. A&M is, all right, and they have not lost since Christmas time. So they've won actually seven of their last seven games. So they are they're all riding a streak here. So, I think they, and they, are they even ranked? Mm, I don't believe so. I think they're what thirteen and six or thirteen and five. Yeah. Yeah, thirteen and five, and are second in the SEC. And, I don't know, and they're playing against the SEC, who's a very competitive conference, right. like very competitive. Right, and they and they haven't know. lost in the SEC. Exactly. I don't know how. I think they're very underappreciated, underrated, and overlooked team. I, I the, the only thing that Kentucky has really, I mean, going for them, in my opinion, is that it's at home. Yeah. You know, it's it's college it's for. college basketball at home. I mean, the atmosphere is completely different. Yeah. You know? and, I think what is it? The general is that you give three points for home field or home court. Yeah, something like that. So essentially, okay. it's... so can I uh, real quick here to close this up, fellas? Yeah. Um, can you? We we cap a lot of big games, and I know we would also love to put our our small board picks because that's that's probably where a lot of times on those tough days of the week, like even like a Friday tonight, like it's a tough board. Was, yeah. um, I, I would like to put a couple picks out that I'm on board with yeah, go ahead. for tomorrow. Um, I won't, I won't consider this group a small market anymore because I think they're top 25, but uh, I have Charleston. I have Charleston over Northeastern minus eight and a half. Sure. Um, and then I also have, Ooh, I have Florida Atlantic tomorrow, which Trey, I think you are representing tonight with the shirt. There they are. There um, Florida Atlantic is favored at this point by only minus five and a half. Wow. And I like that. So I like them minus five and a half tomorrow as well. Um, I'm trying to get that match up for you. I just lost it. Um, but I just placed that bet. So I'm, I am on board with, Florida Atlantic and Charleston tomorrow on my with their points currently. You got any small games you're on, Trey? No, I'm looking right now. It's tough. Um, I honestly haven't gotten to look enough, but I mean, one that kind of sticks out right now is Hawaii plus three against yeah. UC Riverside. Sure. Um, Hawaii's been a very tough team. Uh, I know they're playing away, but. Um, yeah, that's that's one. I think honestly, Washington plus seven and a half. That's one of our one of our better, more profitable teams that we bet on. But uh, well, and, and no joke, yeah. man. On on the Washington games, whether it be college football or college basketball, I'm all on Washington, man. Hey, I I apologize. It's Florida Atlantic versus UTEP. Sorry. Gotcha. Okay. UTEP's UTEP's a tough team, but they're tough. But I I think. Florida Atlantic has much better offensive team. Um, another smaller game, I like Seattle minus two okay. tomorrow. Um, that's at home against Southern Utah. Southern Utah is a very it's a tough team, but Seattle's been playing out of their mind lately, especially at home. Um, wow. Sam Houston minus 15. That is hefty. Who are they playing? 
UT Rio Grande. Okay. And I don't think it's Grande, it's Grand. UT, UT Rio Grande. <laughs> yeah, it's large Grande. <laughs> Very large Rio. <laughs> There's a large Grande um, going on. I'm not this ESPN doesn't list the spread. I don't know if you guys have it, but Northwestern State. Okay. You see that anywhere? I don't. It's at five o'clock. Okay. That's gonna be the last one I finish out with. Okay. Let me see if they have a they don't have a line. Nope, no line on that yet. Okay. But um I think it's Northwestern State, depending on if it's below six points, take it. Wow. Favorite. Uh, small game I'm looking at tomorrow is Utah Tech. All right. Formerly Dixie State. They are minus two and a half tomorrow. I don't like minus two and a half. Uh, I'm taking them money line minus 140 against New Mexico State at home. It's really the only one I'm looking at. Normally, you know, I'd take a peek at Cleveland State. That being one of my small schools that I like to bet on. Uh, don't like them right now. They just have not consistently scored. And honestly, it really goes back to their coach. I mean, their coach okay. going to Missouri now. It's They're a completely different team. And I, I can't figure them out like I used to be able to. Um, the other one that you can t- kind of take a peek at, too, that I've always really haven't talked about a ton um, is Tarleton State. <laughs> They are plus six against California Baptist tomorrow. Um, they're the away team, but at the same time, I don't know. Tarleton State's been pretty decent at covering this year, so that's where I'm at. All right, one more thing. Sorry, no, you're good. not to keep adding on because I just saw another game that I'm not going to bet on, but it's going to be great. Is North Texas and UAB? UAB at? is a four point favorite at home. Okay. Um, but a bet that I would another one is uh, Middle Tennessee State. And Wait, were you were you on UAB or were you on North Texas there? I'm sorry. What'd you say? I, no, I'm just saying that's gonna be a great game. I, 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 I'm yeah. avoiding that because I would. The only the only reason I'd consider North Texas is if uh, UAB is continuing without their leading scorer. Yeah, yeah, very true. So, but uh, Middle Tennessee State, Louisiana Tech. Middle Tennessee State is three and a half point underdogs in that game. Hmm. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, they, they usually surprise some teams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are uh, just the ones that stick out to me. Cool. College basketball, I love it. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, All right guys. Hey. Well, been real. Uh, those are our picks right now. So we obviously covered, you know, NFL games for tomorrow. Uh, we got two games tomorrow, two games Sunday. Uh, we covered at least 10 games that we're actually going to tweet out on our board. Um, if you don't follow us, it's at Bearded Baker Bet. Uh, there is no S right now just because that's too many characters on Twitter. Uh, so <laughs> at Bearded Baker Bet uh, is what you can follow us at. Um, shout us out. Let us know uh, what you think. You know, we're always looking for input. You know, we're also looking for guests if anybody ever wants to join us on the podcast and stuff. So, you know, let us know. Uh, reach out to us, but hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoy. Like I said, this is our first podcast we're trying out. Bearded Baker Banter is going to be the name of the podcast. Uh, eventually, what we'll be doing is we'll be getting some you know merchandise and stuff out there as well. So, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate you. Yep. See you guys. See ya.